This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 2nd of February. Justin, not only does Tassie have the best museum in Australia, but they've maintained their status as Australia's best performing economy. Turns out that the less your state has been affected by COVID, the better the economy. Who knew? (laughs) Brett, the first fully private space station crew has been assembled and three people are paying around $70 million each to fly on a SpaceX rocket. Wow. Pretty fascinating stuff, Justin. And we have three truly fascinating stories this Tuesday. Let's do it. For our first, Microsoft has told ScoMo that it's more than happy to expand its Google search rival Bing Mm -hmm. into the Australian market if Google pulls out of Australia in protest. And Microsoft swoops. What is <laughs> happening with this one? Well, some background, my man. A mandatory code of conduct was developed by the ACCC when it realised there was kind of an imbalance in power going on in Aussie media. Yep, and that imbalance was in favour of the tech companies like Google and Facebook over old school media companies mm. like News Corp and Nine. Then, Justin, Facebook threatened to withdraw local and international news content from both Facebook and Instagram. And then... Google claimed it would cut news content from its search results. But recently, ScoMo had a nice long yarn with Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella. Meanwhile, Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg, aka The Zuck, reached out to Treasurer Josh Frydenberg, who is also a big fan of the pod. He is indeed, and the government was not persuaded to change its mind at all by The Zuck's nerdy but lovable (laughs) charisma. So what's the key learning here? When it comes to monopolies like Google, Search, or Facebook, Social Media, Governments seriously concerned. And why is that? Because consumers can get hurt by monopolistic companies. Dominating market share isn't technically illegal. Google probably shouldn't be punished for its success, Mm -mm. but exclusionary moves that shut out competitors, mm, that can be illegal. And Google's success means that it has more advertisers spending money with them Mm. rather than traditional media companies. And the government is sticking fat with Australia's traditional media. But Brett, as a result, we're suddenly staring down the barrel of being stuck with Bing, (laughs) not Bing. For our second story, NAB is set to buy Aussie Neobank 86400 for up to $220 million, which raises more than a few questions about Australia's Neobank industry. Another Neo bites the dust here, Mm -hmm. Justin. What's happening? Well, NAB's going to acquire 86400 and it's going to blend them into its existing digital-only youth-focused bank named Ubank. It currently has more than 85,000 customers, $375 million in deposits, and around 270 mil in mortgages. So, what is the key learning here? The relatively cheap acquisition of 86400 by NAB poses some hard-hitting questions about Australia's neobanking industry. Which landed here with a big bang, but very few have actually fired a shot. The big question we've got to ask the Flux fam, do the neos actually have the ability to take on and challenge the major banks? Let me take you back to December, Justin. Zinja announced it was shutting down and giving back deposits to its customers. And now 86400 was gobbled up for cheaps. Suddenly, neobanking isn't looking like such a sexy marketing Mm -mm. term. What really sucks here though is that an increasing competition would have led to more choice for consumers. For our third and final story, Coinbase, the massive cryptocurrency exchange, is planning to go public through a direct listing. Perfecto timing by <laughs> Coiny B here, so tell me more. <laughs> well, Coinbase launched in 2012 and basically lets you buy and trade cryptos like Bitcoin and Ethereum. And the company ain't small. Mm-mm. They've raised over 700 million smackaroonies in funding as a private company. Brett, as we know, the share market is pretty highly valued right now, if not overheated. And 
And the crypto market is just as frothy. So Coinbase and its shareholders are thinking, no time like the present. Let's get this one out of here. And they're doing this through a direct listing on the share market. So what's the key learning here? Direct listings and IPOs are both ways that companies can raise capital. Normally, we hear about IPOs. But direct listings have been growing in popularity lately. And all the cool kids are doing it, like Spotify, like Slack. So Justin, what exactly is it? Direct listings essentially let companies skip the expensive parts of a traditional IPO process. Hence the name Direct. They skip over the bigwig lawyers, <laughs> the bigwig investment bankers, and the bigwig PR mm-hmm. firms. But Brett, not every Joe Blow company can do this. You <laughs> need to be a pretty well-known company with a high profile to do a direct listing. Otherwise, you'll have nobody investing. <laughs> but luckily, Coinbase has over 43 million mm. users globally. Okay, Flux fam, listen up. Imagine there was a lottery where you could win a life-changing amount of money but you didn't have to pay for a lottery ticket. Instead, all you had to do was save $25. That is our new game, Win the Week. Add $25 to your existing savings account, pick your lottery ticket numbers, and if you win, you get $250,000. And even if you don't get the numbers right, three people win $100 weekly just for saving. This week's winners were Eliza from Victoria, Joel from Queensland, and Carmen from New South Wales. $100 coming all of your way. Check it out at Fluxstop Finance or the link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.